What's up, everyone? It's Gavin or Tweak. Yo, yo, what's good? What's good? It's Marcus or Pink. What up? What up? It's Charles or Chuck. And unfortunately, we do not have Hazmat with us today. Very busy man. So we are just going to be three manning this episode. And better news. I got my Tinkaton mug. It's amazing. Oh, snap. That's yeah. a nice mug. Official. Oh, by the way, official <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon Center. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for today's episode. Today's going to be a little bit more of a chill episode. We've been pumping up a lot of content for you guys, especially on the roundtable for Watch the Throne. Speaking of Watch the Throne, uh, definitely want to talk about it a bit. We just had Luis qualified. So our first vote in is Luis. So you can add Luis on to that list of names there. Of course, we had eight base invited players. We had two players qualified through SmashCon. We have another player qualifying through Court Priority. And we have another player qualifying through Let's Make Moves Miami. And then there's another tournament that is also a qualifier that we can't quite yet announce. And there's going to be two more voting players. Really excited for this event, Summit Style. And if you guys want more information on these events, go check out the Roundtable Show on Tweak's channel. You can get all the different updates, and we do Q&As and all that jazz. So uh, now we can kind of jump into the main topic for today, which is going to be, Akola got second place at a tournament? What's going on there? Apparently, man's can't SDI. So <laughs> might be uh, might be a Pikachu or a Bayonetta angle. But yeah, Bayonetta player, one of the best Bayos in Japan, was able to take a tournament over Akola. And even when I heard that Akola lost, I've heard that sentence many times, but at the end of the day, that number one is still right next to his name for the tournament placings. But this time, not the someone placed above Akola and won the tournament over him. Because so, we've seen many players able to take a set, but can you win the tournament over Akola? Usually the answer is no, unless your name is Spargo and you get to Akola, right? Yeah. I guess, first off, congrats to Luis for qualifying. And secondly, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's uh, pretty impressive that it's shocking news to see a player get a placing that isn't first and that placing is second. That reminds me a little bit of someone else we've been talking about for a long time. And yeah. his name is uh, MK Leo. So it's, you know, just history repeating itself a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like these players are just so high ranked and so consistent that they can drop one tournament and it's just like the hot topic it's 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 pretty crazy it's impressive but yeah i guess the next route to go would be to talk about like bayonetta and how we feel about that in general i feel like we talk a lot about bayo and we do this podcast, we do huh? do we we're kind of like we're, yeah, we're like low-key hey, bayo spammers hey it's a good character better than Design for wise, sure, right? oh 100 <laughs> percent. i think more more fuel to the fire let's go yeah w we we lost the Link versus Samus battle, but I'm for sure winning this Bayo versus Ryu battle. There's Don't no worry. fucking way Ryu better time. than fucking we got time. I think we I think we 100 lost that Samus versus Link battle because no, I'm we starting. Got, we got time. I, I'm a Samus believer now. Ah, uh, yeah. I, it's so it's so hard for me to invest into Link stocks, man. It's he's really good. Almost impossible. There's so much potential, but I don't know if I can invest into Potent. that potential. Potential. <laughs> You know, one thing I did want to say about Akola, which is really interesting that I'm starting to notice is, uh, is that his second set loss in like three weeks or something like that? Yeah, the number is kind of going up in terms of more his, frequently. Yeah, I know. We, we done doubled it. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Oh. <laughs> 100% increase real quick. Uh, that's really interesting because it's, it's not like it was even the same character. 
Because sometimes there are players that have like weaknesses to a certain character. Like, uh, let's use Leo because we were talking about him. Like, the character that seemed to give him the most trouble for a long time was like Pikachu. Mario and Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Esam had a really good record, and then oh my god, there were multiple Marios that like obviously when uh, Karama took a set of from him in Frostbite, and he would have a lot of trouble. Just with Mario, but this is like Bayonetta and Snake and just way different archetypes of characters. So maybe, yeah. I mean, that's the thing though. Like we always say, like maybe we're starting to figure out Steve a little bit more. Maybe people are starting to figure out our Cole a little bit more. And then, you know, <clears throat> a week later, there's 10 million new things Steve can do. And then our Cola starts applying it. And yeah. Yeah, yep. we'll we'll see. I mean, we'll see. a week's a long time for a character to develop, especially if there's someone on Twitter posting new tech every day of the week. But we'll probably get back to that some other time after the week's over. But it's interesting to think about the matchup, too. And the reason why I freaked out earlier there for the audio listeners is that bail was clean. Forward air, forward air into land, up tilt, back air. Still didn't KO. Why is Steve that heavy? Holy shit, why is Steve that heavy? <laughs> Steve is so like I you know what's crazy? Someone corrected me because one of the summits I said that Steve was a light character, because like in my brain I just assume that this character should be light, but this character is pretty damn heavy. But uh yeah, yeah. but yeah, I, I mean characters with a frame one out are famously or it's a it's a good trait to have against Steve, obviously, with the up tilt and um even the nil combos and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just the combo game in general, you want to have that frame one out. That's why Yoshi's very good against Steve. That's why uh I mean, just having a frame out in general and the bat is going to give you that, right? And it's also going to give you a lot of damage output and Bayo has the mobility to like kind of stick onto Steve so Steve doesn't have too much time to build walls and stuff like that. So, I mean, combine those two things. I mean, Bayo might have a little trouble getting the actual KO on Steve. Depends on... I don't know if floaty characters are easier to confirm um, certain things like up tilt back air and some of the more basic confirms for Bayo. But yeah, nonetheless, I mean, I think that frame one out is a very consistent thing we're seeing with players or with characters that have a good chance against Steve. So yeah, it's, it's interesting to see the meta develop and just surprising characters being able to take on Akola like snake and Bayo now. So we're definitely seeing some character diversity, but we are also seeing the floor for Akola having consistency, right? Cause even if you're the best player, it's, I mean, some players have had like really, really long streaks, but whenever I think of someone that's the best player, my big question is like, okay, you're the best player, but what's your floor, right? And I think that was the big thing that kind of swinged the conversation into Akola's favor when talking about the best player in the world. Because when you look at Akola's floors in terms of placements, and then you compare it to Spargo's floors, two very different areas, right? And that's like the big thing that Akola has, not the head to head, but more so just the consistency over Spargo. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think about back to when, uh, Lima played Akola in that crew battle and kind of cooked him. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was brutal. Now, unfortunately, Lima got hit with the tech and got studied and played at Kagaribi like days Ooh. later and yeah. lost. But, but that it just shows though. that it's yeah, yeah, that it's it's possible that uh, Bayonetta does pretty well against Steve. And obviously, these are some very talented players to even be able to compete with Akola and us talking about him that much just shows how good he is as well. So, yeah. I mean, there's some history, like Charles said, with Yoshi's Yoshi's been like a contender for like a, a decent option. So mm-hmm. I, I think it lines up 
you know, if we if we if you look at it as simple as as something like uh, the frame one out, obviously it goes deeper than that. But there is yeah. some sort of starting point. Um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I'd never considered it before. I was actually um, streaming today just for like an hour, just playing Pokemon. And someone asked me like, oh, how do you feel about Bayo Steve? And I was like, it's a weird question to ask. <laughs> I guess this is why. So yeah. <laughs> at, at first I was like, why are they even talking about this? But I mean, you, you know, you play Vanetta and Smash 4, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, All of yeah, a sudden you're... I'm going to, I'm just going to change everything. Yeah. Solo Bayo. Solo well, Bayo. Hold on. Nah, I, I don't really like Bayo in this game. Yeah. Not broken enough. Not overtuned enough. I, maybe that is why. I, I would like to think. <laughs> I was waiting for something clever. I, I would like to say that's not why, but I honestly, I can't even tell you really. So I think the freedom in Smash 4 with Bayo was very fun because I've, I played Bayo, uh, in Smash Four at the uh, tail end, in self, in sheer self defense, by the way, not because I, not because I wanted to, it's because I fucking had to. Um, and she was a fun character. Like obviously having that much options, fair one, like fair one on shield. When is that not fun? When you can just literally hit someone's shield for free and just do literally anything you want. Like that character had a lot of freedom, right? And obviously, like she was o- also overtuned. But I think in Ultimate, a lot of her freedom comes from other forms so if you're going in with smash 4 bayo experience and you're trying to play ultimate bayo they're such different characters really really different characters and i mean bam is someone who's very good at uh talking about the differences because he played bayo in smash 4 and he plays bayo in ultimate so he knows a lot about like the differences and he had to adjust so many different things when playing the character but i'm really glad that bayo's seems like has a place in the meta i thought bayo was a like conceptually a really cool smash character, but was just really toxic slash overtuned. Right. And then also SDI was under undiscovered and stuff like that in smash four in this game, SDI feels like a little bit more fleshed out. And then Bayo's a lot of her things like which time and stuff like that aren't overtuned and like up B snapping to ledge and stuff like that. So there's vulnerable spots for Bayo, uh, but she's still a really cool character and it's not, not like she's overwhelming by any means. It, if anything, it took a long time for the community to figure out how this character works in the meta right so it's yeah. really cool to see like five years of the bayo community slash bayo players trying to figure this character out and is finally piecing together in some of like the hardest times for characters to piece their spot in the meta right like deal fighter pass 2 is like shit what do i do against x y or z and then you see bayo's like beating the best steve player like huh <laughs> that's crazy it's it's, it's yeah. exciting i think um something for me i think i might have vibed more with the Smash 4 mechanics, like in-game mechanics with Bayo compared to Ultimate. Like if you think of Smash 4, it's like perfect pivot tilts. And in Ultimate, it's like you have access to like running tilts. And I feel like maybe I vibed more with the whole perfect pivot thing with Bayo more than uh, the Ultimate mechanics when it comes to like playing neutral with her. Like that's the first thing that comes to mind when I'm trying to even come up with like a specific reason why maybe I don't like her. But I also really haven't ever even given her a chance. I don't want to or anything, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's I, a lot I, of work. I hope I've you already, don't. I've played so many characters and stuff, and I just um, I think I just like other characters more. But yeah, that's, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Something that was really fun with Bayo and Smash Four was perfect pivots with her. Um, for a bunch of reasons um 
just with how neutral worked, I think. But yeah, watching this, um, this is my first time watching uh, these matches between Akola and uh, the Japanese Bayo player. And it is really impressive how... Hey, uh, do you know the name of the player? Pronunciation is not my yeah, strong just, suit, uh, but I, it's I, like... I don't know either. I'm not going to try I, until maybe maybe next week I'll have a better idea and I'll, it, I'll review probably myself. like Tama P. Daifuku or something like Ooh, that. Ooh, that does sound familiar. It... Uh, in the comments, if you guys do know how to pronounce or to <laughs> pronunciate the name of this player, please let us know. I probably yeah. said that word structure wrong, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, it's kind of crazy how fast they're playing and aggressive. Just it's very interesting. It, it's attacking Steve at an angle that a lot of characters actually can't can't mm-hmm. even, can't even if they wanted to play at this pacing. Afterburner kick. That move is it's good. It's a very good like, move, I, like earlier in this match specifically, like the bay was just doing full hop nares like right along the sides of mm-hmm. the uptilts, and it was so like I've never like it kind of makes Steve look like he's flailing. He <laughs> yeah, he, I was thinking that too. Like, and he can't do anything, and that's a good sign. Like, because usually when Steve's flailing, even if you think he's flailing, you can't do anything about it. But this actually made Steve look like a vulnerable fish out of water for a second. That was yeah. pretty interesting. Rare footage. Um, yeah. That's part why a lot of uh, the Steve say that Zero Suit does really well. Against you can make Steve, Steve like just swing at the air over and over or yeah. something like And yeah. they say Sonic wins or something. But Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a Steve expert, but I always say that character loses zero matchups. Agreed. <laughs> probably probably that to me steve has it all in terms of just like we talk about potential we talk about like simplicity and stuff like that and steve just crazy high ceiling crazy high floor it, you you have it all right that so i mean th- this is a character that will get strong over time because this character's metagame isn't even 50 percent developed and it, the, and the character's rel- like so relevant right the bet like number rank number one is you know, first, but we don't have like a crazy oversaturation like we did in, for Smash 4 Bayo. So that's like the big argument um, with just like the Steve topic in general. But yeah. I do want to pivot to another tournament that happened last weekend, which is the Stride Online Invitational. <laughs> uh, we did have the classic Wi-Fi showdown of uh, Spargo and Sonics in Grand Finals. And then Shiny Mark was third. And yeah, that was the top three for the tournament. I know that uh, you competed in it as well as Light and Cosmos. Maybe a little trolling from Cosmos and Light, but we got to see. Yeah, we got to see like your Donkey Kong stuff. It, it definitely seemed like you were like co- combination of like taking it uh, serious, having a little fun with it as well. I know Donkey Kong is a character that you're kind of experimenting with, so I thought it was pretty fun to see it come out and like you could experiment with it in a Wi-Fi tournament, which I think is a great place to kind of experiment. You know? Yeah, uh, I hadn't. I haven't competed in any form in a while, so I, I think it was solid. Uh, I, I appreciate the invitation and all that. Um, yeah, I had I played a handful of sets, but yeah, I, Cosmos was going like Fox and Light was going like Mario, bro. Um, Some secondaries yeah, came out. It was a fun time. Uh, it made me like I, I had a lot of thinking to do after it i was thinking about maybe going to more locals afterwards and like trying to put myself in that environment more often that's kind of where my head's at right now i was trying to decide if i want to um 
like reevaluate like some sort of like practicing regimen and seeing it like how if i want to make any changes um but yeah that's that's pretty much it um i was thinking about like maybe more locals like maybe a a better combination because i play a lot of online i was like maybe i could play more offline maybe more locals like you know there's there's a lot of options for online tournaments like there's that you can consider that kind of thing too i'm still not sure i haven't really been playing too much smash um but yeah, that's what that's what I've been thinking so far the past few days is may, maybe maybe make some sort of change to how I practice and play the game. Now, I do want to kind of pivot this conversation. I know we've been pretty serious talking about Steve and Bayo and all that jazz <laughs> and online grinding, but I do want to have I mean, we just haven't had too much tournaments, right? So I want to have a little bit more fun this episode and talk about like speculation for the Switch 2. I mean, we've been on with the switch for quite a long time but before i get into that yeah i forgot to shill the patreon so for the bonus content for the patreon we are going to be talking about the top five players not in north america but in the usa Um, i think america in general has been in a little bit of a downcline but it feels like as of recent there's been more of an upswing Um, our top players have been able to pierce into that top eight global rankings and stuff like that and even in the state still stay relevant in the top five as well and i also think it felt like before it was like, okay, we got light and tweak, but everyone else is kind of like falling behind, right? It felt like there was a gap, but now it feels like that gap is so much closer. Like, you know, Mute doing, especially this year, like Mute doing really well at Genesis, right? And Mute staying consistent and then like Zomba coming through and the, the buzz, buzz also popping off as well. So yeah, uh, yeah we definitely want to talk about that. And we are going to talk about it in the bonus content, top five US players, but Enough about that. Now we can just get into the the nitty gritty. The Switch Two, the next uh, Smash game, right? We haven't had new Smash content in a really long time. I mean, yeah. hell, we haven't had a new Nintendo system in a really long time. So True. I know I know Tweak is like an ultra nerd about this. So I definitely want him to go off, and he does a ton of research on this stuff. So yeah. Oh gosh. Um, oh golly gosh. So <laughs> Smash Ultimate hasn't been updated in like two years or so. And for a few months now, there's been a lot of rumors about uh, like a successor to the Switch. The Switch came out, I think, in October of 2016. Jesus. Really? It's old, bro. 2017, maybe? Wait. March 3rd, 2017. My bad. Oh, okay, okay. It it was revealed in October of 2016. Ah. Let me look at that. Damn, that's, that's a long time, man. Because, I mean, Smash didn't come out till 2018, right? It, it was like a year later or so yeah, after like the Switch release. December or something. October 20th, 2016. And it, it was. Release re- of the Switch? It was revealed in October oh, 20th, revealed. 2016. And it was revealed. And it was released. Sorry, in March of 2017. Hmm. So it were, I personally am in the camp. I think it's coming sooner rather than later. There's a lot of reasons to think a lot of different things. But I think the the Switch successor is coming sooner rather than later. I think it could even be very similar to these dates for the Switch, uh, the original Switch. And I also am a big believer... That Smash will get some sort of update in some way, whether that's a new game, deluxe, or whatever. I'm personally in the camp of 
um, more of a deluxe route. I have, I even think it might not even be anything at all. I might think it be might be an upscaled game on a successor console that gets a continuation update rather than a new title or new name, whatever you want to call it. Um, but that's where I'm at for Smash. But I just keep up with Nintendo rumors because I can't help it. I'm very excited for Mario Wonder in a few weeks. I, you don't, you're not excited for Mario Wonder, bro? Bro, Wonder, I am a family man. Like I'm, I, I'm off the internet. Yeah, it's a yeah. family game. Mario I'm Wonder. Old and true, true, true. <laughs> in the, you haven't seen the 2D Mario game that's coming? No, it's a, it's a new 2D split. Mario. Oh, 2D. Yes. Oh my bless. <laughs> yes. It has a really nice thing for the boomers. Yes. <laughs> it has a really nice design choice. I think it looks really nice. There's even rumors that it might be like a new saga of games. Like it might be there, you know, it used to be called new super Mario bros, but I think it might be a, a step in a new direction for them. But I think also if we look at the direct that happened, right. Okay. It was a lot of remakes games that already existed um, there was no like crazy like new games that got revealed. There was no like DLC announcements for already existing games like Pikmin Four or anything. So I think it's pretty clear that we're in the the winding down season for Switch, yeah. and I think they are preparing for something something new. How soon that's happening is the big question. I think it's sooner rather than later. I think it could be as soon as um you know this year or early next year um but yeah there's a lot i don't i don't, I don't want to talk for too long there's a lot it's, i think it's exciting i i i'm a big fan of what they're doing because if even if you consider like the here and now there's thousand year door there's mario rpg it's like you can literally realistically hope for your favorite childhood game to get some love right now like it's the best possible time to hope for it right because it's the easier thing for Nintendo to fill out their calendar with leading into the, the next generation console. Right. So damn Gavin even knows how to like optimize his Nintendo hopium. It's like, all right guys, yeah. if you want, if you want remakes now, now's the time, right? Insert <laughs> hopium into the remakes now. Yeah. This game looks lit. What the heck? Wonder. It also has yeah. some Kirby vibes to like 2d Kirby vibes. I love the stylization, bro. Huh? I got to try the demo at Nintendo Live. It was oh. very fun. It was. There's very badges. Fun. They have badges, yes. which is so funny because at the time I was super excited. I was in France when I they revealed the badges, and I was really excited. And then after the like, it was a Mario Wonder Direct specifically. And then after like an hour later, I actually got mad. I was like, "Wait, I'm actually pissed. Like, where's Paper Mario?" <laughs> <laughs> i'm happy that badges are in this game but i want a good paper mario and then the next direct was literally a thousand year door remake Got your wish. So. oh what the heck the 20th yeah it's soon man i'm excited that's yeah. b and i are gonna play we played 3d world we played cuphead recently we're, we're definitely gonna play this we played some luigi's mansion 3 some kirby forgotten land we, we definitely do our fair share of co-op stuff and isn't uh I know online I don't think you can do like direct co-op but I know you can race people right? Huh? I think that's going to be one of the features. So online don't it's tell me. it's like very bare bones. It's like there's like a ghost of like 
someone online that can leave like an item for you or like it's 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 basically non-existent it's only local co-op you can't actually play online with people i was about to say if they got races them speed run streams about to be crazy (laughs) people putting up i'm the best speed runner drop like i challenge you to two thousand dollar match i'm like not the money match hey Hey, bro, that could really pop off. Like Nintendo, y'all should look into. Honestly, Nintendo should and the come ping out shouldn't ideas. really matter because you're just going through a level and it, it, it's trying to. The game's trying to time you on your own environment. You know what I mean? You at that point, if you guys are racing each other, you don't have to be in each other's yeah. vi- environment, right? Nope. So it shouldn't be like. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of like, ghost. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of small, like interesting changes. Um, Usually a lot of these 2D Marios have like that collision mechanic where you can like jump on your friends when you're playing with them or something. And like this game, they actually chose to remove it. So you can't like collide with people or hmm. or like, you know, get messed up by other people playing. And it's like a bit of a controversial topic. So it's like, oh, do you want that in your 2D Mario games or do you not want it in your 2D Damn. Mario games? Even Mario got controversy? That's <laughs> wild. We're over here have our own controversy with DSR and stuff, you know? <laughs> Stageless, they got like collision jumps. Like, I believe in collision jumps. Like, I I never really thought about it. I I think I'm down to remove it to like just make it more about the game rather than like playing against it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's a it's an interesting topic because it makes the co op more to stress towards the stress single free. player. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like you you guys are both getting the single player experience instead of both <laughs> of you guys getting a new co op experience. Yeah. It's it it's like you can play the game and like I think they their goal is they don't want it to be stressful in any way. They want this game to be like charming and maybe a little on the easier side. Well, no, and that's why um so it's something creative. that was really cool is so Yoshi's and Nabbit, Nabbit yes. they they cannot like they, they can don't only... take damage from the obstacles. They can like fall off in like right. and, and so if you way. fall off the course, then you yeah. lose a life. But they can never take damage and lose a life. So yeah. that's like easy mode, essentially. But they don't get power-ups, so you don't it's get to a, play the game with And it's a huge roster for a 2D Mario game. It's like Dude. Mario, Luigi, Peach, Daisy, Toad, Toadette. There's going to be Navit speedruns, dude. Navit slash Yoshi speedrun. Yeah. And then there's going to be like regular character speedruns. That's well, that's so there's, there's badges that like are clearly geared for certain levels, right? Like crouch mm-hmm. jumping or like there's like a grappling hook or like a parachute cap and like so i i wonder how worth it it is to actively change it up or if you can just like kind of play regardless you know and you can turn into a goomba yeah i think it looks great i'm all about stylization and vibes in my games and this is definitely way better than the new super marios which was like very bare bones to be honest like that series from like the ds to 3ds and like even the Wii U had stuff like it was just so simple, but this game is like it feels like very fresh. So, and yeah, that's the, why it's going to be on the Switch too. Yep, <laughs> the Switch. Dude. No, <laughs> that's why they're putting this on the Switch because it's a simple little charming 2D Mario, and then we get a crazy 3D, 3D Mario, Giga Mario. Yeah, it's not. Like, <laughs> On you know, the like, switch too like it's gonna be how you felt about mario odyssey but like times two when you see this game probably right i hope what's it what's it gonna be called again what 
the the new 3D Mario game. We don't know that at we don't all. Know. We don't. Even I was know. hoping you came up with something off the top of your head. <laughs> we don't even know if it's real because <laughs> Mario 3D Mario hasn't been a launch title since the 64. So what do you, remember, Odyssey launched with the Switch? No, or did it? Was no. it like way after? Oh, I thought. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Breath. Was it Breath of the Wild that launched with the Switch? Yes. Okay. It was w- Zelda, w- not Mario. It was it was a fun launch title. So January tenth, twenty twenty three. Wait, no, this we... is something else, bro. Did Twilight Princess October twenty seventh, twenty seventeen? So it was like a full year. Mm. Oh wow, a whole year. Not a full Are year, you looking though. up if Twilight Princess was launched with the a full Wii year from like the reveal? Yeah. Did Twilight Princess launch with the Wii? Yes. Golly. Our producer Chris knows. He knows. And that and that's an interesting one you mentioned because that was also at one of those times yeah. where they were releasing for GameCube and Wii at the same time. Because not Yeah. So like if you didn't have a Wii and all that stuff, and that could be a timeline we're in for Switch 2, is they might make games for both. Maybe there's going to be a big thing on backwards compatibility. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a good point. Do you think it's going to be backwards like, compatible? Be- because it's a Switch 2, right? I yeah. mean, it's, it's saying the same system, right? What well, no, that's not an official thing. Right? That's just what we're calling it because it's easy. <laughs> oh, um, but it, it has to be a Switch, right? Like, there's no way they're, it's not a Switch. The rumor is that yeah. it's, it's, it's still going to be a hybrid thing. And that's what makes it interesting, though. Because if we look at Nintendo's history with handheld consoles... It's always, they always have backwards compatibility. Right. right. Like 3DS can play 2DS games. That oh. kind of thing. Yeah, because you could play. You're pretty big. Could you on play that. Game Boy games on a Game Boy Color? You could, right? Yeah, you could. I'm pretty and you, sure. And, and yeah, you play Game Boy Advance. Advance. Yeah. But you couldn't play Game Boy Color in the Game Boy, right? That, that doesn't no. make sense. There's no way. No. Because no. yeah, then it wouldn't be so a Game Boy Color game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's it's very interesting to think about the Switch, the Switch successor from a handheld perspective. Like how much of Because it is a handheld. You know what I mean? It's so weird. Nintendo kind of just morphed both of them together. They're like, yeah. you know what? Handheld and console. Yeah, we're just doing one thing. And it's the rumor. Well, and then if you think about um, the Switch's life life cycle they were still releasing a lot of 3ds games for quite a few years they eventually stopped with that and is it going to be like that with a new console for nintendo are they going to be releasing switch games and the, the successor console at the same time are they going to have like an upscaling thing where like the switch games like play better on the switch too blah 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 um it's it's, it's really interesting to think about um, <laughs> like are the big are the big titles for the switch Two? going to be exclusive for the new console so there's more reason to buy it or are they going to do like the twilight princess thing that mark has just mentioned mentioned it's there's a lot to think about especially because the switch is both a console and a handheld so it's like what route are they going to take if any of them at all um i don't I miss know handheld days bro i'm yeah. just gonna say it handheld days were so lit true and the fact that it was like even the fact that it was notched down graphic wise, I thought that was like part of the charm. You know what I mean? It's Agreed. like, oh, okay, this doesn't have the same compatibility as like a TV console, right? But it's still they're they're still doing a lot with just sprites, which was Switch, very sick. Which is genuinely amazing. It's been around for a long time and there is just so much. 
obviously it's held back by specs, but yes, I'm glad you're showing this. So the 3DS cartridges were just very slightly different from the DS, but you could still play DS games on the 3DS. There's a rumor. Oh, okay, okay. There's a rumor that the Switch successor will do the same thing because the Switch has cartridges as well. And the it, the the switch the rumor for the Switch Two games is that it'll be a different cartridge, but you can still play Switch games on it. But mm, I don't know. Like, there's so many rumors every day. Like it's hard to say what's real or not. But I think there is a reason there's been so many rumors because there definitely is something for sure happening. And I didn't even get into the to the amiibo stuff, bro. <laughs> you didn't even hit the amiibo theories yet. I didn't even go. <laughs> I didn't Not even go the into the Amiibo stuff. <laughs> Not the Meebs. <laughs> so, oh, man. Amiibos get restocked in tandem with announcements. Like, that makes sense, right? Right. There's been a lot of Amiibo restocks lately. There's So, first off, if, this is a Smash podcast. So let me talk about the Smash part. So, Sora's getting an Amiibo. We know that. That recently happened in the Direct. They have to update the game to make the Amiibo compatible with Smash Ultimate. They technically have to update the game. Mm-hmm. Pause, like, champ. Like, literally have to. Patch? Like, Give us a patch, please. The game has to be patched to make Sora <laughs> work. Just, just one. Just one measly patch. <laughs> That's all I want. Because you can't just put a Sora Amiibo and it works. Like, there has to be an update. Like, the game does not is not compatible with the Sora Amiibo. So that's interesting. Second off, the Amiibo's like packaging is changing. They used to say like 3DS Switch, Wii U on it, blah, blah, blah. Now it has like just an Amiibo like label on it. So you could argue that they're like future proofing this for the future, like next console, blah, blah, blah. And there's a lot of restocks of Mario, Zelda, Metroid, Smash. I don't know, man. Like it's pretty consistently in tandem with something special happening. So, all right, this is what I need to happen. I'm I'm big on hopium right now. All right, all right. This is this is the best case for the perfect patch in Ultimate. Okay, so okay. back in back in Smash Four. Now this is a story I heard. I don't know if it's true, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Sakurai went to one of the tournaments and saw Abadongo laddering with Meta Knight in Smash Four. Okay, and this is something that's been known for a long time. Okay, like there's Meta Knights in SoCal doing it. Like MK Leo, Meta Knight was one of his characters. That's literally the character that he entered the scene with was just laddering with Meta Knight. So it's been known for quite some time. Abadongo is just, it's like standard meta, right? He counterpicks a floaty with Meta Knight and then he just ladders them and kills him at zero off of winning neutral one time. Sick game. And then, <laughs> so Sakurai nerfed it after seeing that. I need Sakurai to go to a tournament in Japan and watch Akola just shit on everyone with Steve. And I also need this to happen after Akola watches the week of buffs from Waidu. And after he sees all the tech and he like applies it after a month or two, he wins a tournament by completely shitting on everyone with the tech. And then Sakurai's watching. And then Sakurai has to patch because he has to add the amiibo and he, he like nerfs Steve. That's the best case scenario. Is it possible? Yes. Very unlikely. Yeah. It's pretty unlikely. But if we were to get the perfect patch, that's what needs to happen. So the fact that Waidu is releasing the tech right now is the perfect timing. <laughs> what in the <laughs> world is happening? We're, we're turning into like conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, bro. 
It's possible. Hopium. Engage Hopium. It's yeah, possible, I, guys. I just, I really like the idea of Ultimate being upscaled on a new system with better hardware. And instead of being a new game or like a deluxe, it's just the same game and it just gets updated. This is a good question I have both for both of you guys. I think that would be awesome. Here's a question I have for both of you guys. Do you think Sakurai, if he stayed with the team? So we Sakurai has stated many times that he like doesn't want to make another Smash game, right? And he said it like throughout Melee, Brawl, and stuff like that. Like he didn't want to make any more, but he keeps making more, right? But I feel like he's getting pretty old, right? Like he's gotta be pretty old at this point. So I feel like he wouldn't want to make another Smash game. And I think if another Smash game gets made like completely fresh, it would be from another developer. You know what I'm saying? And like, it would just be, I don't, I don't know if you guys think that's more possible or, and that's why I think I lean more towards we're not getting a new game because I feel Mm -hmm. like if Sakurai had the option, Sakurai would be like, okay, well, this is my final piece, but he can always add on to that, right? Like he, he finally has a smash game. That's going to be longer than like a five or six year lifespan. Right? So instead of making a new one, he can just make this product and it's like, okay, cool. Now I can add characters onto like my finale. Like this is his finale piece of work, right? Like towards the end of his like work career. So I feel like it, it's something that he wants to be extremely amazing i don't even want a new game i think is also where my line of thinking goes like i think ultimate is great it's just a big game that needs to be maintained true so that's what i personally want and i also think it's the most likely thing and most reasonable thing as well yeah because you don't have to make a whole new game from scratch i think we would we could get a lot of very cool potential stuff like a reworked mario would be really cool like odyssey mario or i think and Dude, I like had DK, like all the 64 characters, please, they need something. They're I had a so crazy base, idea. Like I had a crazy idea. What? So there was this rumor. So before the direct happened and the Sora Amiibo got revealed, I was doing a lot of research and I knew that the Sora Amiibo was kind of confirmed because it wasn't even confirmed if it was going to happen or not at first. And there was rumors that it was more expensive and that it came with a bonus song in Smash. And I guess that hasn't been deconfirmed necessarily, but I don't I don't think it's gonna happen. But what if like with this amiibo restock that they like because think about like Samus, right? Samus's Smash amiibo is not a Smash Ultimate amiibo. It's a Smash 4 amiibo that works with Ultimate. So what if they like gave everyone new amiibos Down and these are and these amiibos were Smash Ultimate themed, right? Like Samus with their pose, you know, like whatever, whatever, like Link isn't Twilight Princess Link. Yeah, because they're doing their Smash 4 poses, right? Like, yes, like whatever character it is. Like, there's a lot. And for some reason, I'm not saying any of them. But what if they came with extra content, these amiibos? Like a costume or like a song or like, like Holy imagine shit. how insane amiibos. that would be. <laughs> yeah, would we would. Them. I would have to clutter my house with amiibos <laughs> just for in-game skins <laughs> like you're like forced for, to hold on ways, man and then like and then it even goes like but yeah like mo- like moveset redesigns would be great and i like but even costumes would be fucking lit that's like, all yeah. i want <laughs> yeah i would prefer costumes with balance patches but oh, if that, i can only get it. the costumes like I'll, t- I'll take the costumes man and it's <laughs> interesting to think about this kind of like live service like or like 
consistent updates kind of thing with from a smash perspective because they have the nintendo switch online stuff now and what they're doing with mario kart 8 deluxe is um like if you if you pay for the nintendo switch online you get the mario kart 8 dlc and mario kart 8's dlc is by the end of this year that final wave is coming out and that's it and mario kart tour the mobile game isn't going to be receiving updates anymore either so are they going to have to make some sort of replacement to give people incentive to buy Switch Online. And what is the game that comes next after Mario Kart in terms of popularity? It's Smash. So, you know. We're next in line. Are, are we going to get like the <laughs> Mario Kart 8 DLC treatment? Hmm. Or are they just... Who knows what's going to happen? That makes sense, though. I, I like how you bring up the... The monthly subscription thing for Nintendo Online too, because I think it's Mario Kart. It's ended. something that's so common nowadays, right? Like Netflix and stuff, just like yeah. forms of entertainment having a monthly charge. And I think it's an amazing idea to have just like, oh yeah, you can access all these older games, right? Just from our previous systems, like the N sixty four one. It's like, oh yeah, you just play X amount of dollars a month. It's like, oh yeah, I'm down. Like, sure, yeah. But it's just interesting because Mario Kart eight has existed for so long. From the Wii U to now, and it's been getting updated. Mario Kart, but... it was a release game for the Switch, right? No, it's What's a it? Wii U game. Oh. <laughs> it's what? a launch game for the Wii U. Yeah. Oh. And now there's Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with the DLC, and it's finally finishing. No, and... but when did Mario Kart 8 release? Did it did it not release on the release of the Switch? I thought it was pretty early. No? I'm pretty sure. It's a 2014 it's a... game because it's a Wii U game. It's a Wii U game. And then no, Mario but Kart... Delu- oh, but Deluxe. there's a, Deluxe is the Switch version. Yes. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. And and yeah, it's just it's a really old game and it's finishing and it was like kind of the the DLC was kind of in tandem with like the Switch Online subscription service and it it's just interesting to think about are they going to replace it with anything when the DLC is done? Do you think Mario Kart 8 will just be like another version like Deluxe 2? Like, do you think that's going to happen when the Ain't next... no Ain't way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't, that would be <laughs> so it... Like Attack on Titan, Attack no, on No, but that Titan might be a good sign. If, if you one, love like, Ultimate, what? that might be a good sign, for right? If it's like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe 2, it's just like, damn, I'm just going to have Ultimate forever. Like, yeah, I, I mean... If you like the game, right? No, there's going to be a there's gonna be a Mario Kart... 9. 9 on the Switch successor console, but... It's just crazy because Mario Kart 8 is older than Smash Ultimate. And, you know, if you like Mario Kart 8 was put in together with the, like if you you can get the DLC if you pay for the Switch online kind of thing, because it's like the biggest game they could they could use for that. And the next game for that would be Smash. So it's like if they want to, they could do something like that to keep it going. If but maybe they're not going to keep it going. I don't know. Damn, they could, though. With like just fighter passes, I would be so content with just fighter passes and ba- and balance patches. Who knows? Who knows? Or I even would... just what is a what is an incentive that's not a, a new? Character, it's definitely right? so like I'm definitely balance patches, costumes. I'm definitely doing a lot of customs. Conspiracy custom moves? No, 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 no. I it's interesting. It's not old. another controversial Smash topic. Don't Let's do no. Don't give us options, please. I want DK to have a barrel, whether it's a new upbeat or an like offensive move. Oh, Ooh. you're saying like character? Oh, character reworks would be 
fucking crazy. No, like custom moves. Some characters' custom moves in Smash 4 were custom moves. It wasn't many. But Mega Man literally had different moves. Yeah. Mega Man had the bird up B thing. That was cool. Like, that's not even comparable to his original up B, bro. All right. So wait, would you okay anymore, but no no so if if there was custom moves, would you be down to compete with custom moves? Depends Let's on what go! The, on how custom we're talking, bro. Well, uh, well, well if it's like uh if it's like this other game I played. If it's like Smash 4 and the DLC doesn't get custom moves, then sure. Oh, DLC no custom moves? Oh, okay. Yeah, but they're already out, bro. They're gonna get them. Just give me twisting fox back. That's all I want. Just give me which twist on my up B, please. Thank you. <laughs> Dude. Let's do Twisty Fox. See ya. Dude. Uh, oh, I read your air dodge. Twisting Fox at 50 or 60 and you're dead. Yeah. Because you didn't want to take 100% from my up airs. Get punished with your life. Like, dude, <laughs> that, that, that was so messed up. That move was messed up. That was the first variant of which twist. It was that move. And then they made, they're like, you know what? Let's get this move and just make it bigger and better. Yeah. I guess that about wraps it up. Thanks for listening to my tinfoil hat conspiracy. <laughs> Dude, it's um, fun. It's fun talking about this. I'm sure stuff. some of you might be annoyed at this because none of it is official, but I just love Nintendo and I like all the rumors and potential things. And I do truly believe that we are in the season for something new, whether it's consoles, Smash Bros, or whatever. But yeah, thanks for watching. We're going to get into the Patreon bonus topic. Thank you so much.